0: This is Yolanda Shields with Conversations with Yolanda. We are here having conversations with authors, speakers, entrepreneurs, educators, men and women in ministry, those that have a story that will inspire you. So thank you for joining us with Conversations with Yolanda. Everyone, welcome to Conversations with Yolanda. And I am so excited to have my guest on today. I have actually known him since he was in his mother's womb. (laughs) So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to be talking about uh, him as an artist, the impact he's having on the culture, uh, business. We're just going to hit all of those areas. You know, in Table Talk, we talk about entrepreneurship, ministry. And I bring those that I feel like people need to hear about that may not have heard about them before. And so I have today with me, Chaz, and thank you for coming and hanging out with me for a little bit.
1: Thank you for having me, auntie.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I was like, I knew you before you knew me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's the story right here.
0: Remember that your dad and mom, I love them. That's just family. And I actually sung in their wedding. Mm Mm-hmm and they have just been a part of my life and I've watched you grow up and just been amazed at the giftings that uh, God has blessed you with. Uh, I always told your dad, he he was not gonna have a football team, he was gonna have a whole choir (laughs) (laughs) with all of you guys. So tell me what you've been up to. Uh, You know, we've had this pandemic and there's been a lot going on in our culture so just yeah. talk to me a few minutes about kind of what you've been up to.
1: Yeah, so um, pretty much, um, well, first let me introduce myself. Again, I am Chaz, Chaz and Bradford, and uh, our connection is through my father, Papa Joe, and my mom, uh, Mama Denise Bradford, yes. okay? Yes. So um, that's the connection and I love you. But uh, yeah, what I've been up to is um, a bunch of music, a bunch of ministry, and uh, just just working, just helping people. Uh, my entire career, I've been helping people behind the scenes in the music business and the music industry. So whether that's making beats, whether that's making instrumentals, producing people, uh, songwriting. I also ghostwrite, which means your artist you think your artist is writing it, but I'm actually the one I'm writing it. Yes, <laughs> but, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just been doing that. You know, ministry wise. Uh, I work with Elijah's heart my dad's uh nonprofit uh, that my mom and dad founded and uh yeah we just we, we're giving love we're showing love we do walk of loves and we literally walk the communities uh, we we have like two semi trucks truck loads of food that that we give now to thousands of families at a time and uh, we give them about anywhere from the, the food should last them anywhere from 12 to two weeks to three weeks uh, for, for, for them. And, and, and it's sad because in our own backyard, we have people starving, and especially in this COVID, COVID season, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, it's getting bad. It's getting bad. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. Music, a bunch of music, a bunch of, uh, you know, just growing in Christ, just trying to get better as a man, as a husband, as a father. Uh, musician and artist, and uh, just working, just, you know, showing love as I go. <laughs>
0: Great. Tell me, uh, you know, you guys have been serving since you were little. Your dad and mm-hmm. mom had you guys involved early on. What yeah. has that done to you as an artist and as a father to have had that embedded in you as a child? And how are you kind of passing that along to your children?
1: Um it's been a huge impact on my life, honestly. Um, um growing up in that teenage phase, that rebellious phase, that's honestly one of the best things that kept me coming back because I love giving back to the community. I love sharing the gospel and I love um just showing love, period. You know, the act of love. You know what I mean? So um that's that's honestly what has been was what's uh kept me going growing up and uh with my with my kids uh I, I, it helps because just 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 showing love in general to them and teaching them what it is and what it looks like it's not just hey I love you I love you you know it's action. it's an actual act love is a verb
0: yeah you know I mean?
1: and so that's what has taught me a lot you know growing up in the community giving back as you know we actually lived in a low-income based community from like, from when I was about 10, about 13, 10, 14, around that age. And um, yeah, we were basically poor at the time. My dad had, you know, fresh out of his kidney transplant. Yes. You know, he got kicked out of the, um, his apartment, our apartment, you know. So growing up, I grew up in the hood, basically in my concrete years as a man, growing up yes. as a man, you know. So it was tough, but it, it helped big time. We, mm-hmm. God even had us helping out people while we were in the projects.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was crazy that mm-hmm. it made no sense at the time.
0: Exactly. And I think with giving, even when you're lacking, when you're able to give, God automatically takes care of you. And I know Papa Joe has always known that. Yeah, I, I've known you guys to go without and help someone else. And so right. I think when you pay that forward, teaching your kids that same thing, and I think that's what we're missing In in our culture and why we're seeing so much of this backlash with not being able to unify and get along is that that sacrificial giving to people that don't look like you, people that don't think like you kind of changes something in you and allows you to be able to see people through the eyes of Christ and not just through your own natural eyes. And I think that's when we start young people early doing that, it allows them to be able to see people in a different way. And and I know you've done that with, with COVID and the racial tensions. Mm. I've heard a little bit of that in your music. So so let's jump into your music. And mm. when did you know that you had the gift to create songs and beats? Do you remember how old you were when you realized that?
1: I remember I was 10. We had... Uh, we. I, we freshly um, moved into the hood, and and um, right before that, my parents had produced an, a little CD called Word Flow, and they were putting music with the word with the with the scriptures, and um, it was catchy. And my mom I figured out how to use what we call FL Studio now, but it was called Fruity Looks back in, the, in, in the, at that time. Uh, when I was like shoot fifth grade something like that. Wow. <laughs> so I, I was watching them all the time and watching my dad produce and like mix as as best they could and and um basically I got a computer and uh, the rest is history. I, I I love making music. I was if I wasn't outside getting in trouble or or playing hide and go seek or playing you know in the woods catching right. animals. I was I was um producing, I love making music. So I I believe it was 10 when I was like, yes, I love making music.
0: Wow. (laughs) When was your first produced piece that you kind of put out there in the public?
1: Well, for the longest, I actually didn't put anything out in the public. Um, when When I first started, I think I was about, I was a teenager. I was like, I don't know, maybe 14, 15. And SoundCloud had just kind of like got you know started, mm-hmm. and um, so I was putting like instrumentals on, and then I was uh, I might have put maybe a couple demos on on there too with with actual singing and rapping and and lyrics and stuff like that. So yeah, wow,
0: it's it's amazing when you know your gift. That's why it's so important that young people, anybody understand what they've been called to do. Because when we don't, we kind of all in different places and not producing the fruit that we want to and we get frustrated. But when we align with what we're called to do and what we're gifted to do, uh, it really, it, it just kind of takes us to that next level. And during, yeah. during, the, uh, during this time, I know you've put out two or maybe more projects. And I remember one being uh, totally kind of connected to what we're going through now. And so talk to me a little bit about your last, I think it's the last two pieces I'm thinking that you have shared, kind of Mm -hmm. where those came from.
1: Uh, Yeah, so um, I kind of touch on where we're at as a a whole, as a a people um, with Hate, which is my song, Hate, and um, my first actual solo release called Pandemic. Um, I kind of touch a little bit on like, you know, 20, basically 2020 as a whole. Yes. <laughs> uh, COVID. Also, we've been in a pandemic of hate. Yes. So it's kind of like a play on words, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, as an artist. So we've been in a literal pandemic. but We also have been in a pandemic of hate for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, me, was what's really been pulling on my heart is, um, is growing, first of all, growing up as I, I actually did the DNA test. I'm actually 33% black, believe it or not.
0: Wow, but, uh, yeah.
1: And a mixture of all, a whole bunch of stuff. But um, I, look, I look like 100% black, you know? So sure, I've had so many instances where, you know, police brutality or I've been pulled over for no reason, literally countless amount of times. Wow. And I've been searched, I've been treated like a criminal multiple times um and i love we have we actually partner with the cops um a local metro cops um mm-hmm. my dad met the chief and you know he knows all metro and national but um some cops are you know they have their agendas and you don't know what's in that person's heart you know what i mean so some sometimes you know they you just don't know and i touch on that in the in the song i kind of tell different stories of What's, what happened in my life, but I, it all leads to showing more love. Even mm-hmm. the song Hate, where I get more into depth, because um, like everybody else, um, the George Floyd incident really uh, touched my heart. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, God, what, what is going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it exactly. was like, it was, yeah. So it was like, as an artist, I wanted to get that out. And I was just really just listening to God, in my opinion. I was hearing hearing him and saying and asking him what 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 does he want me to put down on this paper and create and put out for the world for the world to hear.
0: That is awesome. One, one thing that you just said that really stood out to me is that you did your DNA and you were 30 <laughs> 33% black and then all the other. And I think if people I've done mine too, and I'm like, oh I mean. German, Irish, mm-hmm. you know, Black, mm-hmm. you know, African, from Africa, different parts yeah. of Africa. And I think if each individual would take a look at that in their own family, yeah. they will see that we're all connected. Mm-hmm. We are all connected. Our DNA, I mean, we're no, everybody came from somewhere other than being planted here in the US first. Your ancestors were somewhere else. So all of us, if we really want to really be, you know, stick a, stick a nail in it, is that we're all immigrants.
1: We all came from Noah.
0: Ah, come on. <laughs>
1: yes. Ham, and Shem, yes. and the one that Break went up north. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of times. From dark skin to, uh, to light skin. Right. <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and I think if people take time to look at that, their history and 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 looking at where their family history and how they're connected to their neighbor yeah even though I I, my melanin in my skin doesn't look like yours Mm -hmm. we're still connected
1: and I think you brought that
0: out so much when you just made that statement and then how you've come up with your music
1: yeah that's that's that I, I love that thank you Thank you for understanding that because that is my goal. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just about showing love, but it's uh, my biggest, one of my big movements also is showing unity, you know, coming together as one, as a people to make this world a better place, honestly. How do you see that
0: we can do that? And what would you say to like millennials that are a little like millennials and younger, just a little, just frustrated with what they're seeing? How do you, as a young person, how do you see bringing that unity?
1: Uh, well, first, first and foremost, recognize the difference, but put the differences aside. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that, thats the first thing that comes to mind. People look at differences and they're like, ah, I don't, I don't really rock with that person, or we don't, we don't like the same food, so we're not going to talk. It's like it makes no sense. No sense. <laughs> You'll find the little smallest things. You know what I mean. And we're in, in my my generation and the generation below me uh, is so digital. It's like it's it's so we're so focused on like the phone and we're so focused on you know the views and the likes and the comments and it's like first of all, you got your neighbor next door and you don't even know them. Yeah. But, you know people in Africa and you know people, you know, like it's like it's like it's like God saying, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. We're we're loving ourselves with this right. Media, man. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> we we gotta love our neighbors, right? Too. Really more than ourselves. That's that's exactly. what God wants. That's what that's what God likes. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, we, we we got you, you. That was so funny. We got it down with loving ourselves. We we yeah.
0: we have that down. It's time yeah. to like move past that.
1: It's yeah. easy to love yourself, you know? I mean, not easy for some people. I'm sorry to say that, but yeah. um, it's easier to love yourself than it is to love someone, especially someone you don't relate with 100%. But sometimes you just got to look a little closer and um, we're all the same in some some form or fashion.
0: Exactly. I tell people when, when all the political things was going on, and I was seeing friends on mm-hmm. um, social media just going at it over these differences, but have never sat down with that person to have a conversation about why they think that way. So I always tell people, if you have an issue with someone's political views, religious views, have you ever sat down with them? Right. Are you on a committee in your community? Are you on a board? Are you meeting with your political leaders? Are you meeting with the police officers in your community? If you're not doing anything like that in my opinion but you're just on social media kind of spewing your hate or your yeah. frustration but mm-hmm. you never i mean i like sitting down with people that don't think like me because i want to hear where that came from and you and i've seen people's mindset shift thought yeah. pattern shift because we had a conversation and i think that's what we're missing
1: yeah that's, i do that all the time everywhere i go i I, I I I play basketball with literally every ethnicity, every race, every religion uh, that you can think of. I have Buddhist friends, I got Hindu friends, I got um, Muslim friends, I got atheist friends. Yes. And I notice how God always uses the smallest things to reach somebody. Yeah and and, and and people people respect me now because I carry myself. The, the the best way I can, because of course, I'm not perfect. Nobody's right, none perfect. None of us are. Exactly. Um, yeah. and so I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but I do try to show love. I do try to show unity. And I do try to secretly show the love of Christ. And if you want to know more about Christ, then I would love to talk to you about it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I
1: mean? So, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so good. That's so good. I think we have to really begin to do more of that and creating the, the, the conversation tables for people to be able to come to, to even have those kind of dialogues and, and conversations with those that think differently than us. And I'm so glad to hear that you're doing that and, and continue to do more of that. Because I think as we continue to do that, we're going to see the change that we want to see. One of the things that I've noticed about you over the years, you have a gift in the creative space in several kind of areas. I mean, from personal training, to martial arts, to music, how do you see all of that being connected?
1: That's a good question. Um, I eventually do want to start my, um, have my own, um, well, I have my own school, but I want to have like a full school, um, full funding. I I want to have schools all over the nation. That's my ambition, you know what I mean? Yes. And, I mix martial arts with fitness, and what I want to do is make music for the fitness. I'll, I'll literally, uh, when I can, obviously, I want to make full albums of just workout music, just just like go music where you can just get up and yes. go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I want to put that with you know my curriculum or with whatever God has me doing. Because I do strengthening, toning, I do uh, muscle building, I do cardio. Obviously I do self-defense and martial arts. So um, I, I, I specialize in different things and I do want to mix um, the martial arts with my music. Uh, I do great. that, but in, per, in a personal training yes. um, kind of way. I, but whenever it's God's timing, I do want to um,
0: expand. expand. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. I love that, I love that. Um, one of the things that I, as we're, we're getting ready to close out our conversation, is what would you want to leave with? Typically, I ask your generation, but I want to have you share with those older than you mm-hmm. to speak for your generation. What would you want them to know based on what you have seen and what you're thinking that we need to know?
1: hmm um, that's a, that's a tough question <laughs> Throw me on the spot. <laughs> um, if
0: I, I was sitting in the room with your parents and others, our age, what would you want to share with us?
1: Um, well, actually I work with a lot of youth. So I, I, I'm just trying to figure out like an accumulation of, yeah. this, of this answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would probably have to say. Uh, The biggest thing is this whole movement of like um, anything we can do anything anything's possible. Um, I don't I don't like the old ways. Um, It's just it's just a bunch of different things, honestly, that 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 sum up this answer. (laughs) But but, uh, one of the biggest things is the oppression of doing things that they don't want to do. Uh, I do, I do know that the, your, your generation came up more blue collar, more, um, we got to work. Um, it's, 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 it's about more, more, um, more Christ or whatever you believe in. Um, that's, this is the way. And my generation, I've noticed, not me personally, Mm -hmm. because I believe I have an (laughs) old soul. You do, you do. but, uh, (laughs) But my generation is like. I want to do what I want. I just wanna, I just wanna go with the flow. It's it's more, well, it's, it's really hippie. <laughs> it's really hippie, but everyone doesn't want to call it hippie. Mm-hmm. But um, it's really really my generation is focused on um creating, um anything's possible. Um everyone everyone can do pretty much whatever they want basically. Um and the bad things about it is um the accountability factor. Um, it's, it's hard for my generation. I've noticed to handle like accountability, to have accountability, like say you do something wrong or, you know, you, you, you do, you, there's something you don't believe in or don't like and you don't take, you don't, you don't take accountability of those things.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: like, okay, we gotta, we do need help from your generation. Yeah. Uh, another thing is we think we know it all. No, we don't <laughs> know it all yeah yes we have you know the 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 phone and everyone believes that their opinion matters which it does mm-hmm. but everyone believes that you know they there's they're they're a doctor everyone believes that they're a scientist because you <laughs> can literally so get good. in your yes. phone and and be as smart as a scientist for two seconds
0: right <laughs> you know what in, I mean? internet doctor
1: yeah <laughs> but but um i do know to to speak to my generation um kind of like a two to answer to your question yeah um my generation we do need um the older, older older generation we do need to take that wisdom and we we do need to learn I always like to picture myself as a sponge you know what I'm saying you can never know too much
0: right right you know
1: you can never know too much so whatever God has anybody in your life who is older than you who's been through it let's learn from perceptual knowledge,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not experiential knowledge. Yes. Because that's the thing that, that really keeps getting mm-hmm. When we, we keep, my generation, it's, it's a cycle that we gotta break. Yes. And, it's, and it starts with you. <laughs> it, starts, <laughs> it starts with you, my friend, my exactly. young friend. You exactly. can break the cycle. That's good. So, let's do perceptual knowledge, which means we visualize and we listen, and we hear, and we learn from perception, mm-hmm. and, and and not and not experiential, which is mean, which means you gotta go through it. Yeah. Your pops, your pops, your moms, or that old head, or that or that or that or that pastor, whoever that person above you who's older than you who's already been through it, mm-hmm. they're saying, "Don't do this." Because we still know, don't. like we've done it. We don't want you to have to deal with it. Right. <laughs> and you still want to do what you want to do. You still it makes no sense to me honestly it Makes yes. I work, the biggest thing that god saved me is i hate wasting time absolutely hate wasting time
0: mm-hmm. so as
1: soon as i learned that my path is literally a waste of time i'm trying to i'm trying to go the other way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so hopefully if people in my generation can get that mm-hmm. because that's the biggest thing for the other generation for your generation is seeing our our gifts Seeing what we like, what we don't like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and and really treating us as a flower and watering, that's um, good. Watering the seeds mm-hmm. that God has uh, put within us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's
0: good. That's good, Chaz. Uh, I want to end with uh, asking you, kind of, what's next for you, and mm-hmm. then if people want a beat created some songwriting done kind of how, how do they find you but first what's next for you what what are you working on
1: um i do have some um i do have some features that i'm going to release so i'm not just going to sit on the album i'm not just promoting the album which is uh-huh. show love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm not just promoting i'm i'm going to put out some more music um i got a couple singles with a bunch of uh with a bunch of friends in the christian hip-hop community uh not just trying to reach the church but we're also trying to reach the youth and the people who are in the urban community Mm -hmm. um so i am i am doing that also um with uh, elijah's heart we're doing at least three really big uh walk of loves where we're going to try to hit more than one uh more than one community which is which is uh which is big each, sometimes one community can have about a thousand families yes i know wow and we're trying to feed up over ten thousand families wow. uh each walk of love so yeah so um we're doing that and then right after that walk of love whoever wants to come out locally and we're going to stream it for the people who can't make it obviously because of COVID. yeah um we're going to have a concert we're going to have a big concert Um, We're going to try to get, you know, as as many kids as we can and do a children's choir called Unity. We're going to, I'll be performing uh, and whoever else, whatever artist you want to come and and perform with us in Nashville, Tennessee, we're going to do that too. So those are the biggest things that uh, that I'm working on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Working on that uh, ministry wise, nonprofit wise, and then uh, musically I am producing other people still i'm still you know songwriting or whatever and um you know my my group the anomalies we're working on my my brother-in-law and my sister which is which are the other parts of my group where we're working on um I mean, they're working on their their solo albums too. Oh, that's, so, that's awesome! So yeah, the, eventually that'll be out too. Uh, Tanner, which is Tanner Lennox and Kaylin Lennox, his wife, mm-hmm. they're gonna have their own own things coming out as soon as they can. And and uh, yeah, I just happened to be first. I finished mine. Yeah, and released mine on my birthday. So um, so yeah, that's pretty much what's going on.
0: So, how many instruments do you play? I meant to ask you that earlier
1: um I my primaries are uh guitar um pretty much any type of guitar uh, Mm -hmm. including bass bass guitar uh keyboard which is sitting over there my this is my studio by the way okay um my key i play keyboard any type of piano um and uh drums so those are my primaries now i can i can pretty much youtube uh just about any wow. Wow. <laughs> any, any instrument that's
0: awesome i was trying to see if you crazy. picked up your your daddy's instrument too can you <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i definitely tried but it's it's not practical to sing and play the sax right song.
0: exactly I'm,
1: I'm normally the leading worshipper leading yeah. song you know yeah. <laughs>
0: so- <laughs> that's awesome that's and your mom plays the keyboard right mm-hmm so you guys got them jeans, that just flowed on down to you guys. That's that yep. is awesome. How can people find you? How can they contact you?
1: Well, um, I, I, I try to uh, funnel everything through my Instagram. Okay. Which is uh, C-H-A-Z-N underscore B. That's Chazen underscore B for Bradford. Okay. And um, I, I pretty much try to give you guys as much content as I can there. Um, I let you guys know if I'm coming out with something Uh, I do funny stories Um, I just did a throwback story uh, yesterday I had a funny picture as me as a kid so I do I do different things on on Instagram so pretty much that's all all I really 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 need to give out honestly
0: yes absolutely absolutely so I will put that link in the bio area of the podcast the audio and the video so you guys Mm -hmm. you check Chazin out on Instagram download his music, purchase his music, invite him out for your youth group uh, to be able to do some things, even streaming. You know, now with COVID, people are bringing and hiring, you know, youth, you know, lead worshipers and, yeah. and artists to come in and stream for their services or their events. And I just pray that as we in get, come on out of this COVID, that, that we'll see more and more impact in in the youth based on what we've seen throughout this time so Chasna, thank you so much for for joining me today and i look thank forward to you. seeing the many many more things that you're going to be doing thank you so thank much you. i love you
1: love you too thank you for having me you're welcome
0: i'll talk to you soon all right Bye bye